means you've blown the line or you're pushing the limits a little bit too far, or just maybe you might be looking for a faster way around the racetrack. Off the Groove with Scotty Dubler. Friday, July 10th, 2020, episode number 140. Yeehaw! Yeehaw. You and Haley have some kind of deal working for episode 150, so uh, you better get on the horn. I gotta get, I gotta get to working on that, I guess. Um, yeah, it's gonna be fun. A little refresh, just some new fun stuff here in the in the works. We've been talking about for for weeks, but haven't really done much about. That's on my end. Guess, guess what? Guess what? Uh, next week, we're racing. One week. Yeah. From today, Volusia Half Mile, first ever Grand National Flat Track event at the Volusia Speedway. Volusia Grand, Grand National. Never gets old for me. I know, right? Everybody you, else yeah, is probably should, like, "Stop should, with the echoing already." Stop with the toys. Also going on this weekend, there's a race over in Tampa. Something Battle on the Bay. We're gonna bring Bubba Blackwell out of retirement. Oh, I did see that. Bubba's the flag man. Jackie Van Ham's coming out of retirement. What? To go announce. They're not retired. I'm just, you know, so they're gonna go help out. That's awesome. It's gonna be on Fight Club, right? So they're gonna do some. Uh... I heard that too. So Fight Club is not just doing the uh, Boltaka stuff. They're actually going to do some uh, some outlaw races, which will be cool, man. And it's like leading right into Felucia. Why not? Yep. The week before, hopefully some of the pros are down there to pick up some extra money. I'm I don't sure know who else is going. I, I haven't heard how many pros are going to show up, but, you know, it's good to have a race out there. I, I'm I'm good with that. I'm not going to argue if there's, there's people racing, so... Um, yeah, man, it's one week away, dude. Looking forward to it. It'll be uh, good to see everybody getting back out at the racetrack. Good to see a Grand National again and uh, get the season started. Yeah, absolutely. Last weekend, I was up in Plymouth, Indiana, because in between the races, whenever we had the podcast, but we had an amateur program in the morning time for both days, about right around 60 riders each morning and then about about 90 riders each night, each evening. And some riders switched in and out. Like J.D. Beach was there the first night. He wasn't there the second night. But Jeff, Jeffrey Carver stepped up and filled his spot. So uh, lots of fast guys showed up. Uh, really good uh, really good racing up there. And it's getting those riders uh, ready for the, the Flat Track Grand Championships that are coming up real soon up there. We'll get into what's going on for this episode a little bit later. Uh, but we'll, it's definitely related to that uh, Grand... What is it called? The 2020 AMA Flat Track Grand Championships. That's so much more complicated than what it used to be, right? What was it, just Amateur Nationals or something like that? Well, that's what we always just call it the Amateur Nationals, yeah. but it's the Amateur Grand Nationals. But now, yeah, it's the, the 2020 AMA Flat Track Grand Championships. So, I mean, it's got to have a title. I get it. The Grand Ams. <laughs> that sounds like a race car. No. So... Also, a- AFT released that the tickets are now on sale for the Dallas Half Miles. That means things are progressing. Hopefully, yeah, we'll have yeah. some race fans at the at the races. You know, it's going to depend on what's going on with the uh, pandemic and all that fun stuff. It's uh, it's good news that the press releases include, you know, the start of ticket sales as opposed to the stopping of ticket sales and postponing of races. So heading in the right direction Correct. for sure. Correct. Also, last night on the AFT show, we had Mr. Michael Locke. The man, the myth, the legend, Michael Locke. It, uh, talked about a lot of uh, interesting things that uh, are in store for the next week and in, in, in year ahead. Well, like the biggest thing that I took away and that the fans got to learn is that there are going to be trained motorsports doctors at every Grand National. They're going to be sitting in that Honda Talon. Absolutely. Ready to, ready to go out to the scene of the, injur- the injury or the accident or the crash, however you want to look at it 
as soon as the track is clear. So getting trained medical staff there is very important. You know, when you get paramedics, they're not used to motorcycle racing crashes. So they could be different. You know, you got to take the helmet off a certain way. You've got to do certain things that are different at a, at a, at a race than they are at a traffic accident or, or something happens in somebody's house or anything like that. So I, I think that's a huge step in the right direction. Dude, I don't know anybody that's going to argue with making those changes in this offseason as we head into the 2020 race season, you know, with the things that we've had, not just uh, in the, from 2019, but years prior, right? Like uh, safety has got to be number one always, and uh, we got to do everything we can to improve it. Um, it'll never be perfect. It's dangerous riding motorcycles, but – like you said, just to have those protocols and those people in those places uh, goes a long way. And it, it is, it's definitely a huge improvement and uh, it's great to see for, for 2020. Hopefully we'll get, uh, get them on. I was stoked. I saw, I saw the, the headline and I was like, wait, Rossi's coming to flat track. But Dr. Rossi. Dr. Rossi. Yeah, it, it's good either way. I'm, I'm stoked on it, man. It's good stuff. And maybe we, we can talk to Do- Dr. Rossi down the road. Who knows? Um, I'm sure he's going to be pretty I'm sure he's going to be pretty busy here in the first few months, but I'm sure eventually we'll get to chat with him and, and get to know him a little more down the road. If you missed the AFT show, you can always go watch, go back and watch it on Facebook. They've, it's it's there, so you go back and check it out. Or if you don't have Facebook, like me, you can go watch it on YouTube. Yeah, talked about Dr. Rossi. Talked about a lot of other things as far as you know, building, um, telling storylines for these riders. Uh, something that uh, that you know, you you and I both will not disagree with. There's a lot of cool things in store for 2020. It's always good to hear from uh, from the man himself, Michael Locke, as as far as what's going on behind the curtain with AFT and uh, what they got in store. It made me hype for the start of the season. So this episode is going to be pretty involved. We're going to be talking to eight different people. Yeah. Do I get paid? Do I get paid double or oh, no, no, dude? Hold on, hold on a second. Do I get paid eight we times this as much time. as normal? You know, I always pay you however many interviews we do times what you get paid. We go through this every time. Oh, I just checking. Yeah, just so know that, that, that no, that's in your contract. I, I, well, I, you know, say it however you want to say it. What I'm saying <laughs> is that however many interviews you do, you take your day rate and you multiply that by how many interviews you do. And I, that's how I work, and I like to work like that, like keeping you. So it's under. still zero. It's still zero. <laughs> you know, and you can we can talk numbers all day. I don't, you know, but I'm just saying, I like to what you get. I like to multiply that by the amount of people that we talk to because it's got to be worth it for you. Is all I'm saying. Yeah, it's definitely worth it. Zero dollars. So, so uh, eight it's times, a, it's a, eight times the amount for this week's so episode. So we're gonna have all all eight people on one podcast. What? Sorry, two parts. Let's do it in two parts. Yeah, we're not wanna, gonna do we them don't all wanna, one. We don't want to keep them all in here for two hours. No, absolutely not. We did this before, um, but when Corey Texter uh, released his amateur team last year, we talked to all the riders. Just you know, brief interviews talking about uh, how they're feeling heading into. Let the people know a little bit who they are. See how they're feeling heading into the amateur nationals or whatever the eighteen word thing is for it now but just say it one more time 2020 ama flat track grand championships so carter what two parts yes four riders and four riders because i can do the math you're good that means eight any preference on order just random random order so who's who's up first so the four that we'll do for this episode what do you want to do like one release one on friday one on saturday Friday, Sunday, depends on how how fast you can get turn them around. I know you're the one that doesn't sleep anymore. Never. Plenty of time to sleep when I'm dead. All right, so we got uh, tonight, let's do, uh, we'll talk to Brody Hansen. Okay. Kenny Coolbest's nephew. Hold on. Kenny Coolbest's nephew. 
Yes. Lives in lives in Florida. Yes. All right. So Brody Hanson. That'll so he'll be Brody will be up first, and then Evan Renshaw. I think he is Corey Texter's stunt double. Oh, he's that's right. He runs in a sixty-five. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Same size. Just a couple years difference in age. <laughs> I'm sure Corey will love that. And then uh, and then Logan McGrain, who you're familiar with. I think you have like a what, what do they call it? Streak. Yeah, we have. I, we've been on Snapchat. We got a snap streak <laughs> going on right now. Let me see how many days it is. So it's Friday. So it, like we're seven? at 100, 136 days in a row. What? I was gonna say yeah. like seven days. Damn, yeah. son, you guys got a streak. Streaks. Yeah. Streaks. All right. Um. So we'll have on. We'll have Logan on. Chat with Logan. And then uh, we'll wrap it up with Aiden Brown for this episode. What do you think about that? I, I like Aiden Brown. I don't know him that well. I did go see him at Plymouth uh, last weekend when he shook his hand after the half mile because he was flying. I think he got at least one win, if I remember right. I mean, there's so many races that I call, but I went and shook his hand afterwards because he looked really good. And Corey Texter said he is one funny kid. I don't know him that much, so uh, I can't wait to talk to him. Looking forward to it. So uh, what, what do you say we give uh, old C-Tex a call and kind of set the stage with him first? What do you think? Oh, the guy that got second in Flat Track Jeopardy? <laughs> you better be the first thing you ask him about. Let's do it. Call him up. Scotty Dubes. Corey Texter, what, is this the guy that got second place in the uh, Flat Track Jeopardy contest? <laughs> Runner up, baby. Runner I up. I hate it. I'm so mad. I'm so mad about it. <laughs> I think I think Landshark, your sponsor, was uh, was taken over there for a little while, but no, I mean that was a lot of fun. I got a lot of comments, a lot of feedback on that, and and people gave me a lot of crap that I didn't know, Mister Dirt. Out of everything that I missed or didn't know, uh, Mister Dirt, the nickname for Corky Keener, is the one I got the most crap about. You should have guessed, bro. That's the thing. You weren't guessing on the ones you didn't know, man. That's You're true. Too smart. <laughs> That's true. That's true. But yeah, I was, I was trying to save my my all that money that I was trying to make. You know, I was trying to save it, didn't want to lose it. <laughs> Uh, no, that was a lot of fun. We'll have to do it again sometime. Maybe we'll have uh, different categories or something like that. A little bit, something more current, you know, so we can get some uh, these younger guys like you and Jake in, in, involved, you know, your 30-year-olds. We need a texter siblings category. <laughs> that would be cool. You'd probably nail all those, I hope. <laughs> right on. So the reason we had John here is because the the, the uh, flat track grand championships, which I, you know, we've always called amateur grands forever. You put together another team just like you did last year. Uh, eight riders. You're helping out eight amateurs. You sold a bunch of stuff. I actually got uh, one of the things. I was a high bidder on that uh, skateboard, which is really cool. I was glad to win that. Just real quick, how do you pick these eight riders again? I know you got four new ones, but how how do you go about picking them? Man, it's it's tough to explain that process, especially for this year. You know, last year I opened up, had an application process where riders sent me in. Um, the riders, the, the the amateur riders, sent me a video. Their parents sent me a letter. Uh, I got report cards and things like that. But this year, I didn't know this program was going to take place or even happen until maybe two or three weeks ago. You know, I didn't know with with everything going on with the virus and COVID. I didn't know if the nationals was even going to happen. So. It was looking pretty bad for this this taking place and this team going on for this year. And I was like, man, I got to keep this going. This is something that I really want to help grow. I love the amateur aspect of racing. I, I, want, it, I want it to grow, and I, I want the Amateur Nationals to be a good thing and, and have a lot of riders there. So this year, I kind of just picked the riders based on what I saw last year, what I saw during the offseason, guys and riders and families who have – communicated with me over over the winter um a couple x factors like i went over to the mcgrain's residence 
recently to pick up a part from Tommy and Logan comes out with a, with a bunch of papers. I'm like, what is this dude? What's he bringing me? It was his report card. And he's like, man, I'd, I'd love to be on the amateur team this year. Here's my report card. You know, I'm in the school choir, which I thought was wild. I was like, really? You're in the choir? Uh, and then he had, and then to top it off, he had like basically straight A's. So that approach really, really made a difference with me. You know, that was really cool. And, a lot of these riders and their families, you know, they, they reached out once they saw I was having the team, but I just didn't feel, and, and a lot of them reaching out, it was really cool. They're polite. Their kids are great. I root for their kids, but these riders that I picked, they stood out. Like they went above and beyond, did the extra work. And, you know, it, it's kind of like doctors when they go to get a job at a hospital, they all went and got a master's degree, a doctor's degree. They're all very intelligent, obviously, you know, and only a few get picked. So, there's a lot of great, good riders, but I picked great, great, a great team, I think, and I'm looking forward to it. Right on. So four, four that were on the team last year, four new ones, Aiden, Aiden Cotton-Brown, uh, Adam Budman, Costin, Logan McGrain, you just mentioned, and then Ryder Reese are the new ones. Um, are you going to be a part of the Amateur Nationals? Or are you going to make it over there? I know it's right after Volusia. Yeah, it's, it's going to be tough for me, and I'm bummed. I really liked going to that event last year. I had a lot of fun. It was tiring, but I had a lot of fun, and we'll see. I, I'm i not planning on it. I, I'm focused on Florida right now in the first two races, but who knows? We'll see what happens. It's it's Indiana. It's not too far, but um, we'll see what happens. And, and part of the reason, too, that we're having them on is that's part of the deal that you decided you wanted to do. You wanted to have them on and talk to me, and that's part of the, the, the requirements. Learn how to talk, learn how to speak in public, and learn how to be a, a true professional motorcycle racer. you got to start them when they're young. Yeah. And there's a lot, like I've mentioned before, there's, you know, anybody can teach a kid how to go fast or where the throttle is and things like that. But to be successful in this sport and you see it a lot in flat track, talent doesn't take you all the way, all the way you want to go. So you got to learn the marketing aspects and things like that. So yeah, I want them to talk to you, man, the, the voice of flat track and just get them out of their comfort zone a bit and learn how to speak to, how to speak and get comfortable. Um, they're going to make mistakes. They're going to, you know, there's going to be some funny answers and things like that, but this is kind of what, what I want to do and, and make it happen. So I'm, I'm really thankful for you to have, have all of them on the show. Right on, man. Well, I appreciate you stopping by. I know it takes a, a lot of people to make your, your team happen. I know, you know a lot of people donated some stuff. Uh, and, you know, like my, the skateboard I got was from Cyburn Magazine from overseas. So uh, you want to say thanks to anyone real quick before we let you go? Yeah, just man, everybody that bid that bid on items donated. Um, you know, my sister Briar, they donated items. American Super Camp donated a school. Sideburn Magazine, you've mentioned Bell Power Sports, Motul Motion Pro. It's really cool. My own personal sponsors step up and they offer um, programs for for the kids on my team. So I kind of develop relationships with my own sponsors for the for each rider that gets picked. Fredericktown Yamaha, Brent Riley, Access Media Lab. Oh, man, there's a lot. Kelly Reed, uh, my good friend John Reed, who passed away last year, she stepped up and helped out the program like John did last year in memory of John. So that that was really special for for her to do that. And, you know, uh, just, man, everybody that stepped up donated. You guys for having them on. And, yeah, it's, it's going to be good. I'm excited. that They're a lot of good. They're good kids, and they're going to be a lot of fun to talk with. Right on. Good luck to your team. And I cannot wait to see the number one, G&G Yamaha, at Volusia in the Production Twins class. Good luck down there. Thanks, brother. Appreciate it. See you down. See ya. All right, so we talked to C-Tex. Like I said, up first, we'll call Brody. What do you think? This kid 
has been begging me for a nickname. I'm stumped right now, so I call him Big Brody Hanson because he is a little bitty dude. But let's call him up. Oh. Is this Big Brody Hanson? Yes. Is this your own cell phone that I'm calling you on? Are you that big time right now? No, this is my mom's. <laughs> okay. What's going on, man? You doing all right? Yeah, I'm fine. Good. Well, you're, uh, you got uh, nominated or picked again to be on Cord Texture Racing Team. How exciting is that? I'm pretty excited. Yeah. So it's the second year. Are you the last year you were the second youngest? Do you know if are you the youngest this year or do you know how you stack up in the age groups? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm the youngest. I'm not sure though. All right. Are you are you uh, are you guys packed up and ready to go? I mean, it's going to be here before we know uh, it. No, we're we're going to load up Friday night next week. Yeah, that's cool. I'm uh, I'm probably going to head up there here pretty soon too, and I'll, I guess I'll see you up there. Um, how did you How did you do last year? I think we talked to you before you went there, and I don't know that we uh, talked to you after you you went there last year. So how did you do at the at the amateur nationals last year? Last year, I think I got fifth in one sixty five class and fourth in the other, and then. I'm not sure how I did in the 85 class. I think it was from like 8th to 10th, somewhere around there. Yeah. Did you have fun? Yeah. That's good. That's what it's all about. So how do you think or why do you think Corey picked you to, picked you to be on the team again? Eh, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know. I think he knew me for a long time and he really likes me. That's cool. Um, probably has something to do with the way you behave at the at the racetrack. You know, you're a good, smart kid, and you always you're never in trouble and stuff like that. So I think that has a lot to do with it. Who are some of the kids that you end up battling with? Like, is there a certain number of kids or a certain few kids that you race with at all the races, or is it just a couple of them? Or or who 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 do you race against? Yeah, I have about five people that are pretty much at pretty much every race I go to. Um, two of them are actually on the team this year. Uh oh. Who's that? Um, Adam Budman. He's on the team, and um, Logan McGrain. All right. So that's a couple of fast guys right there. So how many races have you ran this year? I know this year has been kind of crazy with the COVID and the pandemic and stuff like that. Have you got to race very much this year? Uh, this year I probably raced four or five times. Okay. So how have you been handling the pandemic? I mean, have you been able to go riding? Do you stay inside? Have you been playing video uh, games? Or what have you been doing? Uh, enough of all that. Um, <laughs> racing, I've rode quite a bit around the house and um, played a lot of video games. I, I got you. What's your, what's your favorite game? Uh, Fortnite. Fortnite. I've never played that, man. I'm going to I'm gonna have to check that out. Everybody I talk to says that's what they play. So what do you think about racing guys that are on the same team, you know, same sponsor, Corey Texter Racing? Um, will you cut them any slack if they're in front of you? Will you go for it? Or will you, you're not going to let somebody win, will you? No. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Uh, what number are you rocking? you still rocking the 99? Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's cool. Um, what are you most focused on as you head into the, to the amateur nationals? What, what are you thinking about the most? I just, this is my, this is going to be my last race on my 65. So I kind of want to win some races on that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, if, if you do that, what are you going to do with that motorcycle? Will you keep it? And then I know you're going to move yeah, up I'm to 85. A motorbike. Yeah. So you like some motocross too? Yeah. That's good. That's good for training, and it makes you go faster, especially when there's a TT track, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, who's your mechanic? My dad. 
Yeah. Well, he, he's wrenched for a lot of fast guys. Is it pretty cool to have him in your corner? Yeah. Yeah. So I know last year when we talked that you said Uncle Kenny got you into motorcycle racing. That's Kenny Coolbeth. I don't know if we explained that very well last year, but has Kenny been helping you out, out at all? I mean, can you call him and, and kind of pick his brain, or do you ride with him at all, or is, is he coaching you at yeah, all? I've ridden, I've ridden with him, I think, three times since this year. So I've been watching him quite a bit. I've been watching races on YouTube. Yeah. Um, I know last year I asked you that, uh, that it, it, you know, your mom and actually your dad have both told me that you would, when, when you'll get to go to the Nationals, you sit at home and, and you kind of commentate just like I am. Uh, can you give me a sample of that yet? Uh, I need a race. I need a you race. Need, you got to have a race in front of you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, I, I've got to hear it sometimes. So at some point when I see you, we'll put a race on my, my, my phone or something like that, and I just won't listen to you do it because they said you do it really good. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Do you have a favorite race that you go back and watch? You know, all the time. Daytona Short Track, 2014. And why is that? My Kenny on it. Kenny won it. Okay. All right. Did I do a good job announcing it? Yeah. Good. So, do you like doing the the, the color commentating like Brad Baker does, or do you like doing the play by play like what I do? Uh, I like. It depends. Depends how I feel. <laughs> Dude, I love your answers, man. You're such a cool kid. Are you going to be an announcer one day, like after you stop racing? I'm not sure. All right. So did you ever make it to a, a Florida Marlins game? I know last year when we talked that you said we were trying to say if you won the, the title that maybe you could talk Corey into taking you to a game. But uh, ha- have you been to a Florida Marlins game yet? No. Are they still your favorite team? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So when you're not racing motorcycles and you're not playing video games, what else do you do for fun? I'm starting to get into football, so I'm probably going to play football this year. All right. All right. Wh- what position are you thinking? Uh, quarterback or running back. All right. Are you pretty fast? Yeah, I'm a pretty fast runner. Good. Good, man. You're a cool kid, man. I, I, I'm glad we're friends. I'm glad I've got to know you over the past couple of years, and, and I look forward to watching you up there at the Amateur Nationals. Um, what track are you looking forward to the most right now? So far, I've seen it's it's the, the Plymouth Short Track, Plymouth Half Mile. They're going to make a TT out of that track somehow, and then we might be going to Ashland, but that's kind of up in the air. Is there one particular race that you're looking forward to the most? I don't really, I didn't really like Ashland last year because it was pretty deep pea gravel. I'm looking forward to the Plymouth Half Mile. All right. You like going fast, don't you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So when you grow up and when you turn pro and you get on the on the Grand National Circuit racing for American Flat Track, what tracks would you be excited to, you know, or, or, or what tracks are you excited to go to on the on the Grand National schedule? Uh, Springfield Mile um, and Williams Grove. Yeah, I like both of those, too. I think I think those are pretty much uh, pretty cool. Where do you think you'll win your first national? And probably a short track. Yeah, which one? Do you have one picked out? And they shown Daytona short track or um, what's the one in New York? What's the one in New York? Oh, um, the the uh, weed sport. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like that one too, man. I like it. You're picking a lot of my favorite race checks, man. I, I'm digging it, man. I just I really want to say thanks for coming on the podcast again and checking in with us. And you you've got more more excitement and more energy this year. I think you're going to do really well. Thanks. Do you listen to our podcast? Yeah. I've been listening to them a lot more than last year. 
Yeah, there's a lot more time now, right? Yeah, I've listened to mine probably 20 times. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. So besides yours, who is your favorite person that you go back and listen to? Or who's your favorite guest we've had on the podcast? My Uncle Kenny. Of course, man. I love it. Uh, Before we let you go, do you want to say thanks to anybody? Uh, yeah, McGrain Racing, Aspen Steel Buildings, RI, Fly Racing USA, Power Shield USA, Turn Left Leathers, Motion Pro, Evans Power Sports, CTR Amateur Team, Wade Scott, Shannon Texter, Honeybee Hot Sauce, LT Graphics, West Coast High, she Paul Schwab, Grandma and Grandpa, Mom and Dad. Dude, you nailed that. You're 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 a lot better than a lot of the pros on that. Do you practice? Do you sit at home and practice that? Yeah, I've been practicing it since I knew I was going to be on the team. Cool, man. Well, I'm happy for you to be on the Corey Texter Amateur Racing Team again for the second year, and I wish you lots of luck up there at Plymouth, Indiana. All right. Thank you. All right, Brody. Any final words? You want to say anything, or did we cover everything for you? Big thanks to Corey. Big thanks to Corey. Right on. All right, Brody. We'll see you real soon at the Amateur Nationals, and good luck, all right? All right. Thank you. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. Big Brody Hanson. That's going to have to stick for now until I can think of something better. Yeah, you got to come up with something better. Up second, number 65, Evan Renshaw. Looking forward to this one. We talked to him a little bit last year. Uh, I think last year was his first trip out to, to the Amateur Nationals, so we'll, we'll talk to him about how that went and kind of see what he's got going on for this year. Hello? Is this Evan Renshaw? Yes, it is. Number 65 in your program, number one in your heart. Hey, man, it's uh, Scotty Dubler. How are you doing? Good. Pretty good. good. All right. Well, let's talk a little bit. You got uh, nominated again to ride for Corey Texter Racing here in 2020 to go to the uh, the Amateur Nationals or the Dirt Track Grand Nationals or whatever you want to call them. Um, are, are you excited to be on the team again? Yeah, I'm very glad to be on the team again. Yeah. What does it mean to you to be picked? I mean, there's hundreds and hundreds, thousands of kids out there racing flat track. Uh, you're one of eight that have been picked, and you're actually one of four that's been picked twice. So that's pretty cool. I love it. It makes me feel really good about myself. Yeah. So last year we talked, you were 11, so I'm understanding you should be 12 right now. Last year was your first trip to the Amateur Nationals. Uh, how did it go last year? Uh, I podium second every race. And I finished with a third overall in the 85cc. Right on. Who beat you? Uh, Travis Horn. All right. So that's a guy, another guy that's on your team. Who else beat you? I'm sorry, I cut you off. Braden Flanders. Okay. Well, those are two little fast guys. Um, what class are you racing this year? 250 mod okay. and uh, 250 DTX. All right. You got a lot of experience riding the 250s, or, or is it you know you still pretty new to them? I'm still pretty new. Okay. So last year was your first trip to the Amateur Nationals. What what was the experience like? I mean, not ever going before. Uh, did you have fun? I know there's a lot of racing going on, but then you also get to hang out with your friends. So tell me about the experience, you know, from your point of view. I had a lot of fun. I got to see my friends, and I got to do what I love. Yeah. Who who are you, who's your some of your close friends that you get to see at the races? Uh, Travis, Chase. Chase Sathoff, Travis Horn, uh, Aiden Brown, Logan McGrain, and so many others. Well, that's cool. Those guys are all on your team. That's got to be pretty cool. So who who is your biggest competitor, or who do you think is going to be your biggest competitor this year? This year for the 250, I'm thinking 
Aiden Brown. Okay. You guys, uh, you guys talk back and forth. I mean, you don't give each other pointers, do you? If you got to race each other. Yeah, we do. Really? That's awesome. So when you're not at the racetrack, like at the amateur nationals, do you guys get to hang out like at the hotel or do you guys camp out or what do you guys do for fun? Well, after the races, but we live pretty far apart, so we don't really get to see each other. Okay, so just at the races. That's cool to have racetrack friends. That's all we, you know, that's part of your extended family. That's the way I look at it. Uh, last year, you told us your dad was your mechanic. Is he still uh, turning the wrenches for you? Yep. All right. You said you just started maybe kind of dipping your foot in, in the road race pool. Uh, have you done any more road racing since we talked last year? Yeah, just a little bit. All right. Do you like We're it? We're going Saturday, actually. Okay. Do you like it? Yeah, I love it. There's a lot of track time. Okay. What kind of bike do you ride on that and what size? Uh, CRF 100. Oh, my gosh. That's going to be fast. That'd be fun. So is it like on like a go-kart track or is it a little bit bigger than that? Uh, they're go-kart tracks. Right on. That's cool, man. I'm jealous. I'd like to try that out myself. Um. I remember last year when we talked, you said you're a huge basketball fan. Well, I heard rumors that Clay Thompson's going to be at the Amateur Nationals. Oh, I wish. Yeah, me too. I was just kidding. I just want to see what you're going to say. I, I can't even imagine going to the Amateur Nationals. I never got to do that as a kid. Um, do you have goals for each race or each day or overall goals for the week? I'm hoping I podium every race, but I definitely want to come out top with a first. Okay. So do you think that you think you have the same competitors in both classes or or are there they're gonna be different guys in each class? Uh well, I don't really know. Probably different guys. Okay. Have you ever been up to the track in Plymouth? No, never. Haven't been haven't been there. All right. It uh, it seemed like a pretty neat track. I was up there, like I said, last weekend. I swore you were up there. I'm sorry about that. But uh, there's a real neat little bitty short track in the in the inside and the half mile. And I don't know what they're going to do for the TT. So it'll be exciting. Uh, speaking of TTs, do you like TT? Since you like road racing, you, you must like to use in the front brake a little bit, right? I love TTs. It's my specialty. Okay. Do you practice on moto tracks? Uh, here and there. All right. Well, how are your grades doing? I mean, you, you must be making good grades if you got uh, to come on to uh, the, the Corey Texture Racing Team again. I've been doing better. Yeah, that's all right. That's cool. You said last year your favorite subject was science. Uh, is that still your favorite subject? Uh, no, I like math. All right. My favorite subject was recess. <laughs> I just like to have fun. You know me, but... Uh, Hey, man, it's good checking up with you. Before we let you go, do you want to say thanks to anybody? A big thanks to my mom and dad, uh, Corey, for sponsoring me again on the CTR amateur team. Uh, good luck to all my teammates on the CTR team, and that's it. Right on. Well, Evan, thanks so much for your time tonight, and uh, we'll see you real soon at the uh, Flat Track Grand Championships, all right? All right. See ya. Later. I can't believe you tried to tell that kid Clay Thompson's going to be out of the amateur nationals. Well, I was trying to get him excited. It didn't 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 work at all. He was just like didn't yeah. phase him. He was like it didn't yeah. phase him one bit. Yeah. Um. Yep. All right. Next up, we got uh Mr. Logan McGrain, the kid. Yeah. The guy. The streaks. The streak man. So his his dad used to be a national number rider. Yeah. He used to race against him, and his uncle was really fast too. We all remember Kyle McGrain. Yeah. Absolutely. 
No stranger to speed, that family. I think I think Logan was probably born in a racetrack. He probably has been to more racetracks than I have, I bet. All right, well, let's give him a shout. Hello. Is this the kid, Logan McGrain? Yes, it, yes it is. Dude, you don't sound like the kid anymore. We're going to have to change your nickname here pretty soon. You're getting like a deep voice. Your, your voice is deeper than me. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, man? Nothing, just healing up for amateur nationals. Yeah. Well, for, how, how yeah. Is, how, yeah. How's your arm doing? I, I heard you got in the hay bales. I guess you're trying to do some, uh, some, you know, dirt tasting or something. I don't know what you're doing up there, but how's how's your arm healing up? Oh, <laughs> uh, it's actually healing up really good. Like I'm, like uh, last week, I really didn't have like much movement in my fingers, and like I could barely put it, pull in a clutch. I couldn't even pull in a clutch. But this week, like I'm able, I can pull in a clutch fully. Like I'm moving really good. Like I think that healed really good. Okay. Did you have so to have far. surgery? Did you have surgery? Uh, no, no. Luckily, not. Um, they like the one bone that was fractured was on an angle, and it was up into my growth plate, and they popped it back in. Luckily, and I then I have to get surgery. Oh, that's good, I guess. So I, I know yeah. I know you raced a lot in the winter time on the, in the World Championship Ice Racing Series, and and actually got a podium at one of the races. But um, have you raced much other than that this year? Uh, I mean. I went to down to Ocala one weekend. I did the uh, Traveler's Rest with like the that Johnny Lewis did. Um, Greenville, not much. Just I've been right. I was riding a lot at the house, just training and working out. What does it mean to be picked as one of the eight riders for Corey Texture Racing here in 2020? Now you're on the team for the first time. What does it mean to you? Uh, I don't know. It's just amazing. I get such a great opportunity. And like that somebody is willing to help us out as, and try to pursue our dreams. It's a lot. It means a lot. What classes are you running at the amateur nationals? Since my arm's broken, I'll only be running two. I'll run like the 251, the 500 DTX, and then just the 450 modified. Do you have goals for that? I mean, obviously everybody wants to win, but from, the, you know, with an injury like that, going to the amateur nationals what what's your realistic goals going in uh to try to get on the podium like a couple days just to be up front uh, like you know i believe that i can still do pretty good but just to be on the podium and just show that even though i'm hurt i can still do something that's cool have, have you been up to plymouth before uh no well we were going to go last weekend on the fourth of july and since i broke my arm right didn't get to go so i haven't gone yet okay um when you turn pro what tracks are you looking forward to racing the most um probably the okc mile and um lima okay what events do you have lined up after the amateur nationals have you even looked that far ahead and kind of depends on what what's going on with the pandemic i know that but you know what what do you got in 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 plan for the rest of the year um, well, after amateur nationals, I'm going to be healing for probably another two weeks and then plan on just going out to Ohio and stuff. Really just, if a race pops up, go, just don't really know what there is. So whatever pops up, we'll take. Does it matter what kind of track? I mean, like you said, so far we've talked, you raced ice, you raced down in Florida, you raced, you know, traveler's rest, which is a half mile. Um, if a race shows up and, and there's nothing else going on, it doesn't matter what kind of track it is, right? Oh, no, it doesn't. It's, 
yeah, it don't matter to me. So you said the Oklahoma City Mile and you said Limas. That means you like the cushion tracks, the looser racetracks that are, are more your style? Yeah, I, I really like the cushion tracks and I mean I I don't have a I don't have a problem with clay or anything. I just cushion I do because you can just be wide open up by the hay bales and it's so much fun. Okay. Um, if you had to label your style of a current, you know, the way you raced and, and may, you know, compare it to a pro rider, who, who would that be? Um, I'm kind of going back in the day, but people call me a little rusty Rogers. There you go. So that's the, what, the, yeah. yeah, that's what people have been calling me. So I, I like it back in the, yeah, back in the day, that's where I'm going that people have All been right. calling me a little rusty Rogers. So that's well, who I go, but. For up in the date, I'd almost go like probably like a Bronson Bauman. Okay, all right. So, so do you think it's accurate that they compare you to Rusty Rogers? I mean, I don't know because I don't know. I don't see my riding style. I mean, I do ride like crazy and push hard, but I'm not one of those to just throw it away last corner, last lap, going for the win. I'd rather just podium and. <laughs> not get hurt yeah he he was definitely the guy that was either wreckers or you know win the thing you know wreckers or you know crash it or win the thing so i hope that's not uh, your style but uh now that i think about it, you do remind me of him um <laughs> i like that i mean i like it so you might we might have to bring back the, the human highlight reel out of retirement so uh yeah I, maybe, maybe maybe after you grow up a little bit and then we stop calling you the kid you can take that nickname on so uh yeah that'd be you, cool do you think that's why Corey wanted you on the team because he's a huge fan of Rusty Rogers? No, I think that I just I put in a lot of work and you know I like Corey said on the post like I just I just uh, handed my handed him my grades and just showed him like I mean what's it worth to show you know what I mean if if I didn't get on the team you know what I mean at least I tried you know. I just mean I've known Corey a lot and uh, close to him, and I think he just knows that like I push and do my best that I can. All right. So, who do you think is going to be your your stiffest competition at the uh, at the amateur nationals? Uh, I think he's like Cody Cop and Chase Sappos. Okay. So you've been throwing a leg on a twin a little bit lately. Can you explain to our fans that have never ridden a single or twin? What's the biggest difference between going from a little single up to the big twin? Uh, the biggest difference is a power, the power. Like, it's just like, it's insane right away. It's just going and it's like from a single, I mean, like also frame is different. I, mean, I like riding framers cause I have wrote them and it's just like the power is, I don't say like a single, it's more like right away, but in the long run on the twin, it's way faster. Like a twin is way faster. Okay. So when the checkered flag flies every day up there and you load up your, 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 your truck and everything, do you hang out with a certain group of friends or do you stick to yourself or you guys just go back to the hotel room? What do you, what do you do after the races? Um, I hang out with friends. It's like, just, you know, get everything ready for the next day and then just hang out with friends and stuff. Cause the camp we got, we can't stay at the uh, track this year. So there's going to be a whole bunch of people at campgrounds riding, we'll be riding bicycles and stuff. And, and there is that time, like, you know, later in the night, just to relax and, you know, focus on tomorrow. How many times have you been to the amateur nationals? Uh, 
um, four years. All right. This is my fifth. Yeah, this is my fifth coming up. So do you get nervous when you go to a big race like this or just treat it like any other normal weekend? Uh, I do get a little. It's just because what is out, like, you know, what's up to, for grabs. But I, I try to stay mellow and just think, you know, it's just another race. You know what I mean? Go out there, do your best. But sometimes, you know, I do get a little nervous, just like, oh, there's so much on the line that I can get and stuff. All right. So who who are the kind of guys that you hang out with after the races? I know we kind of skipped over that. Just I just wanted to follow up on that. But, like, who's, who's your friends at the racetrack? Um, like, I've got, like, Cody Cop, Chase Sathoff, um, like, Evan Renshaw. Uh, it's really, I don't know, a good amount of people. Just, it's kind of, it's not like we're just, like, selfish. Like, oh, you can't hang out with us. It's like, you know, whoever wants to hang out can hang out. And we're just all friends at the track pretty much. And then well, when we put the skid lids on, it's a different story. Absolutely. It's time for business. So a little while That's back right. on social on social media, I saw you were hanging out with my girlfriend, Jen Lewis, doing a little working out. Uh, <laughs> was she training you? Were you training her? Or are you cheating? I mean, is she cheating on me or what? <laughs> I don't know. You have to ask her. Uh, we just uh, <laughs> went for a, a run the other week. And just somebody different to run with some, you know, for training. All right. Well, sounds good to me. Well, I definitely appreciate you stopping by before we let you go. Do you want to say thanks to anybody? Yeah. Um, LaGrange Racing, Scott Power Sports, uh, Dunlop Tires, Cometic Gaskets, Evan Power, Evans Coolant, Vortex, Pit Posse, Saddleman, Weisco, Jim Chapman, Reed's Repair, J.R. Burkholder, um, Motion Pro, Fly Racing, X-Brand Goggles, All Balls, LT Graphics, um, <laughs> Reamer Motorsports, IceSpeedway.com, uh, Scott Sucks, Spectro, EX Chains, Disport Leathers, Arai Helmets, Ink Tools, um, uh, Shane Texter, and just Corey Texter for giving me this great opportunity. All right, I got one more question. I just I just now thought of it, but what happened to the mullet? I saw the, the, the hair was all over the, <laughs> like the, the kitchen floor, man. Where's the mullet? Uh, I cut it. I really, really regret it, like, a lot. I miss it. I'm going to grow it back. I, I really miss it already. I just was, I don't even know. I was just like, oh, I broke my arm. I still cut my hair, and I regret it. <laughs> All right, <laughs> so man. I, well, I'm hey. going to be growing that back. Sounds good. Hey, we'll see you here real soon at the Amish Nationals. Good luck, and uh, maybe we'll see you on top of the box. That's the plan. Thank you. Later. See ya. Later. And last, but certainly not least, Mr. Aiden Brown. Aiden Brown. I can't wait to talk to this guy. Uh, Corey said he's hilarious. I just, I'm excited to talk to him. Pretty sure that he was involved in the e-racing thing that we did earlier this year. when the. Oh, yeah. He made the main event. I think he did. He did make the main event. That's right. Yeah. Um, No stranger to the the whole e-racing on the Rossi game. And, uh bad fast dude that's been uh making some noise here lately so uh, let's give him a shout hello aiden brown yes sir scotty dibbler what's going on man not much from how i had our local skyline in kentucky grabbing some dinner what's the skyline is that a restaurant yeah it's like a cincinnati their mom it was like a cincinnati thing Okay. So it's basically like chili and stuff. 
All right. Well, I didn't know yeah, what like Skyline that. was. I don't think I've ever heard of that before. I live in Oklahoma, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so I I just saw you up at uh, up at uh, Plymouth just recently, and you won a race up there. I shook your hand afterwards. Uh, congratulations on that. What did you think of the racetrack up there? Uh, it was pretty cool. Um, I think we got a lot of things dialed in from just those two rounds and ready to make hay with uh, Corey and stuff for this upcoming nationals and pretty excited. The tracks were pretty good and I think you're going to be really racy and make out for some good championship battles. How old are you? Uh, I'm 16 years old. All right. So you're 16. So you can go pro. Are you waiting till after the amateur nationals are over or maybe next year or have you even thought about moving up? Um, I think we're going to wait a couple of years because I'm just not getting too sick. He's going to be on foot fifties full time next year. So we're going to wait a little bit, see how next year goes. If uh, everything goes good next year, I think we might shoot to go pro. Okay. Yeah. I know you're flying. You're definitely getting faster every time I see you. Um, what classes are you going to be running at the amateur nationals? Uh, we're signed up to run two and one, the two fifty and two fifty mod. Who do you think is going to be your stiffest competition in those two classes? I don't know. Everyone's really tough, but, uh, I know Evan Renshaw stands out a lot to me riding as a competitor and racing with him many of times. He just, he's wicked fast. He's on the gas and he's hungry. So it's going to be tough, especially with him being a teammate this year that, uh, put up with a really good battle with him and hopefully we can come out on top. So if he's your teammate, if you're going into the last corner, if you have a, 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 if there's a little bit of a door open, would you stick it in there? Does it matter if it's your teammate? Uh, I mean, I'm going to push the issue because, I mean, everyone's going for championships in the end. Uh, my plan is not to take anybody out, obviously, but I mean, I will stick the front wheel in there if I need to and hope everything goes good for me and him in the end. Yeah. So how, how do you think that you got picked by Corey Texter to be on this team? Uh, I mean, I'm not too sure. I hope it was more of my riding and just me outside of the racetrack. And, you know, I've played with Corey a lot on PlayStation and I feel like I've been pretty cool. I mean, me and Corey gel really well. Uh, I know it's not my, my post on Facebook. I mean, the grammar's not too there. But uh, <laughs> other than that, I mean, I feel like just me as a person, my personality, I'm really cool to get along with, and I think that might be it. I think I think that's pretty much it. I think we asked him earlier, and he said that you're hilarious to play video games with. He said he has to whoop up on you on Rossi every once in a while, but he said that he can carry a conversation with you just like he's one of your best friends, even though there's a, a big age difference. He said you're a great kid. Uh he said you're hilarious. Do you think you're funny? I mean, I can be. I'm just, you know, a little nervous my first time doing this. I was really stoked. All I wanted to talk about today was being on the show. So just a little more nervous than anything. But, I mean, I'll get some humor out at uh, Nationals, and we'll cut All up right. a little bit. Okay. All right. Good. Because you don't have to be nervous. It's just a podcast. And, and, you know, just hundreds and maybe thousands of people. So do you listen to the podcast? Uh, yeah. Who's your favorite person we've had on so far? Uh, it's definitely got to be uh, one of my good buddies, Trevor, with uh, just him being really close and helping me with all my racing problems and me and him just talking inside and outside of the racetrack setups and everything. We've really been close for the past four or five years, so it's definitely got to be him. 
Yeah, man, I'm I'm super stoked to to see him go pro. And he was flying up there at Plymouth. He won two classes there on the, on the half mile, and and he looks really good. Beat some really fast guys. Yeah, Trevor's been always uh, really fast. He's hungry. He's dedicated. He's got his head on straight. I'm just uh, hoping he has a really good finishes in Volusia and can finish on top. That's our goal, obviously. And uh, yeah, I'm hoping for my uh, other good buddy Cam Smith to do really well too. He's been uh, working his tail off and getting faster and more hungry and stronger and he got a really good sponsor mike turner that stepped on to help him out this year so i think he's ready to go too are you going to make it down to volusia or are you are you just going to wait and then head up to uh, plymouth indiana uh, i'm actually waiting to head up to plymouth and uh i think i'm going to leave friday the day of volusia to go to plymouth okay. and then stay there okay. Let's talk about Cam Smith a little bit more. He, you know, I don't think he's had the 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 best chance to show his talent yet. I think with this with this help he's getting this year with Mike Turner, I think he's going to show everybody how much talent he's got. Yeah, Cam's been always uh, really fast, and he's making his way to the front little by little, and he's got really good equipment this year, especially with Andrew Butler helping him out, and you know, Mike Mike Turner helping him big time with everything, so. I think it's going to be good for him this year. Okay. Is it is he one of the guys that you can just call up or text? And if you have a question about a race or a race setup or anything like that, would you say that, that he'd be a guy that you could reach out to and he'd help you? Yeah, I can I can call Cam. It could be 2 in the morning and we'd still be racing. I could ask him a question. He'd be like, do this, this, and this. Uh, do this with your tire, wheelbase, all this. So, I mean, yeah, he's really helpful to my program and – it gets me in the right direction all the time. Man, that's cool to have somebody on the pro ranks that can help you out like that. Um, if there were if there were one rider that that you would say your style is like that's on the Grand National Circuit, who do you think your style is like, somebody that's racing pro right now? Oh, I don't know. That's a tough one because watching, like, Trevor and Cam always try to, like, face what they're doing, like Cam up in uh, Greenville watching him and then trying to do the same thing he's doing because on cushion cam picks his foot up real early and i try to do the same thing in the same spot at the same time so yeah. i mean i think i kind of base my my riding style kind of around him and trevor and watch what they're doing and then applying it to me that's cool what are your goals going into amateur nationals i mean we, we we've talked about it a little bit with some of these other riders uh are you are you planning on winning all the races do you want to win the overall or what is your direct goal I mean, obviously, everyone's goal is to go in there and have fun. I think that's the biggest thing. But, uh, yeah, my overall goal is definitely to come in there and win everything I can and do the best I'm able to do with uh, all the talent that's in, obviously, the two classes that I'm riding. I just want to, you know, be on top of everybody and show that I can do it. Why are you number 12? Uh, my dad, Joel Brown, he, okay. uh, he ran the number 12 back then. So uh, I decided when I when I first started to go racing, then I'm gonna win the number twelve. Okay. Did did he race flat track too? Yes. Uh, he was an ex pro. He didn't do the top of the line, but uh, yeah, he was he was a fast pro. I guess back in the day. That's cool. Is he your mechanic now? Yeah, he's my mechanic, mentor, father. You name it, he is. That's cool. How do you train and prepare for the amateur nationals? Um, biggest thing is mentally for me, just because I like to get my own head. So 
mentally I just watch like races and stuff, see what I'm doing from like last weekend, and then just like keep a level head. I also uh, ride my road bike and mainly just try to just stay focused, stay smiling, not think about like the bad things, just think about all the positives, winning championships and stuff, seeing everybody that's won championships and just staying mentally level-headed. What's one thing you 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 learned that that you're going to have in your back pocket or that that you feel comfortable with going to Plymouth last weekend? I mean, did you get what's your biggest takeaway? I guess from racing last weekend. Uh, don't don't override the tracks and take what the track gives you because they were a little slippery in some spots, especially the short track. You know, it was a really tight groove. You had to be real aggressive. It was slippery. I mean, I just gotta, I just gotta use throttle management, just be smart on what I'm doing at what time, and just keep picking everybody off to come in the back and just get really good starts and push forward. I like it. I like the way you're thinking. Hey, I saw you at an ice race over the winter time, but or maybe that was last year. I can't even remember. I'm, I'm, I can't remember, but I saw you an ice race. Is that something you'd like to try out in the future? Uh, I mean, it'd be cool to. I'm kind of, I would like love to, but I'm really nervous because. Just I watched them, like, nah, there's not tracks in there. No, you're just sliding all over the place. But, I mean, actually going to one in person and watching it, everyone's stuck to the ground and planted and yelling, like, watching Logan. You, like, because he's my eight on basically the same bikes, he was real planted and yelling. And I thought it was pretty cool to watch that. Yeah, I was, I've been impressed, too. And, and they say that they, they're hooked up more on that ice than, than, than will ever be hooked up on dirt. So it's it's kind of a... You know, it, you think about ice, you think it's going to be slick, but with those screws in, in, in the tires, man, they hook up and go. So we definitely really appreciate you coming on. I hope to catch up with you up there at Plymouth at the Amateur Nationals, and uh, hopefully I can find out how funny you are in person because everybody says you're you're a hoot and, and a lot of fun to hang out with. So I, I really appreciate you taking the time here. Before we let you go, do you want to say thanks to anybody? Yeah, for sure. Uh, big thanks to Colin Powers for MC Race and showing helmets, ETX food. Um, my dad, Joel Brown, uh, Daniel Nelson, uh, Trevor Bloomer, Cam Smith, uh, Mike Turner for everything he does for us. Um, Mike Butler Racing, King's Custom, uh, Pivot Works, Vortex, Valvoline, and everyone else that helps me out there. Big shout out to Corey Texter for selecting me to be on his team and helping me out this year. Sounds good. Aiden Brown. Nice catching up with you. We'll see you soon. Good luck, Damage Nationals. Thank you, Scotty. Aiden Brown. Go fast, turn left. Go fast, turn left. Um, that'll do it for part one of a two-part episode that we'll uh, finish up tomorrow or Sunday whenever we get around to finishing the edits. Should we say who the other four are or should we make them wait? I'll make them wait. I mean, Corey made the announcement. They have social media. Go check out Corey Texter Racing. Uh, Corey's post. He posted all, all eight. Uh, if you can't wait, till tomorrow. Are you a poet? Sure. No? Okay. Hey, Carter. Hey, Scotty. What are you doing this weekend besides editing podcasts? Well, I'm doing the taxes that I didn't do last weekend. Why? I was just checking. Mm, I need to get that done. Stat. Yeah, yeah. It's coming up. The new deadline's coming up. Well, we appreciate all the followers, appreciate all the listens, and two podcasts, one weekend. That's us right here on Off the Groove. Yes. Three for Three for Carter, but three for two Carter. for me. Yeah. Yeah, he's still what, cheating on me with Three Corey. for you, too. You did an AFT show this week. Mm. It's a podcast. That's more like work. <laughs> <laughs>
Podcast, podcast. Can you say Scotty? Scotty. Yeah. Scotty, Scotty.